Here's the truth. Yes, there are so many things I could have done differently or could have done better, like how I shouldn't have married my abusive ex-husband, for example, or how I should have trusted my gut instincts and left as soon as I saw the first red flag instead of staying and suffering for nine long years. And you probably have the exact same self-talk about whatever regrets you might be holding on to. But the shoulda, woulda, coulda is a lesson that can be best applied as we are moving forward, not while we keep staring at the past, because there's nothing that we can do to change the past. You're listening to Shift Happens Every Day podcast episode number three. Today, we will be picking up where we left off last week. This is part two of the four-point plan for starting the new year strong. If each one of us is a work in progress, and we are constantly being quote-unquote worked on by our master creator, then that means every day we are growing. Every day we are evolving. Every day we are expanding. And so that also means that where we are standing right now in life may not provide sufficient space to allow for that expansion. And so what do we do? We shift. You may not have realized this yet, but you shift every day. We shift positions, we shift gears, we shift directions, we shift perspectives. This is just a natural and beautiful part of life. Hi, this is Myla Salvedra. My weekly podcast, Shift Happens Every Day, is all about finding just the right tiny adjustments we can make every single day to make room for these shifts in life without being overwhelmed or shocked. And most importantly, without the need to be perfect. I invite you to subscribe to my brand new podcast show, Shift Happens Every Day. Episodes will be released once every week. So come as you are, bring your favorite cup of joe, and let's get ready to make a big shift. Hey there, it's Myla Salvedra, and welcome to another episode of Shift Happens Every Day. This is part two of our four-part mini-series about the four-point plan for starting the new year strong. I hope that you found a lot of value in the last episode, but we just covered point number one, so we still have three more to go over. Last week, we talked about the importance of cultivating an attitude and a mindset of gratitude, and we referred to both the good and the not-so-good experiences that we had last year, and we went over the many different things that we often miss disregard, ignore, or take for granted, but are in fact blessings that we should be thankful for. So just a quick review of what I already shared with you last time. The four points are, point number one, be grateful for everything you received last year. Point number two, let go of everything that's weighing you down. Point number three, make space for what you're asking to receive. And point number four, welcome change with grace and ease. Today, we will talk about point number two. Let go of everything that's weighing you down. And what's weighing you down could be any of the following, or it could be a combination of any of these things. The first one is regrets. I shouldn't have done that. Uh, if only I had said this. If I could only go back in time, I would change this one thing. 
These are just a few of the common statements that we hear from someone who's living with regrets. The thing about regrets, though, is that it doesn't change or fix anything because it focuses on the past, and the past can't be undone. The only thing you will accomplish with regrets is to become and remain a slave to the past because you will keep rehashing things in your head, turning things over and over in your mind, and you will always arrive at the same conclusion, to keep blaming yourself. That if you had only done certain things differently, or if you hadn't said what you said, then things might have had a different outcome. The truth is, yes, there are so many things we could have done differently or could have done better. Like how I shouldn't have married my abusive ex-husband, for example, or how I should have trusted my gut instincts and left as soon as I saw the first red flag instead of staying and suffering for nine long years. And you probably have the exact same self-talk about whatever regrets you might be holding on to. But the shoulda, woulda, coulda is a lesson that can be best applied as we are moving forward, not while we keep staring at the past, because there's nothing that we can do to change the past. But what we can change today is the thought process and belief system that we have that will influence our choices and therefore the outcomes of tomorrow. Holding on to regrets is nothing but a never-ending cycle of self-torture and self-condemnation and self-punishment that guarantees only one outcome. It doesn't make you feel any better about yourself or the situation. Although there's nothing wrong with reflecting on the events of the past, hanging on to regrets, however, is taking sole ownership of the blame. Now, taking full responsibility of our actions and the consequences of our actions is a good thing. It's the right thing to do. But to continue to punish yourself for what you shouldn't have said or shouldn't have done is a battle that can never be won. The next thing is resentment. At the core of resentment is your unwillingness to forgive those who have wronged you. You need to release that. Because it's negative energy, it's toxic, it's poisonous, and it's like a ticking time bomb that will explode the next time you're triggered. And to really dig deeper into the subject of resentment is to dive deeper into the subject of forgiveness. But in the interest of time, let me just say this. Choose to let go of resentment by choosing to forgive. I know that I might sound like a broken record to you because I said the same thing in the first two episodes of this show, but we all need to be constantly reminded of this because it's one of the hardest things to do in life. So yes, I'm aware that this is one of those things that are easier said than done. To forgive, especially when you're hurting, especially when you're still angry. Especially when the other person is not owning up to his mistakes or is still justifying his actions. It's hard to see past that. But at the end of the day, do you really want to keep losing sleep over it? The choice to forgive is an act of kindness toward yourself more than anybody else. And like I always say to my students and to my online community, always choose you, your sanity, your well-being your peace, and your joy. 
choosing to see the value and the good in the painful experiences does not mean denying the fact that you got hurt or a wrong was done. But instead of focusing on the pains and getting stuck in it, use it to get better. Stop looking at it from the perspective of a victim, but look at it from the perspective of a winner, someone who came out of it stronger and wiser. While you continue to allow yourself to be stuck in bitterness, you won't be able to recognize new blessings as they come. There's this powerful quote from speaker and author Barry Lipatner. I hope I'm not butchering his last name. Um, He wrote the book Too Big to Fall. And he said that good judgment comes from experience and experience comes from bad judgment. Wow. Let me say that again because that's powerful. Good judgment comes from experience and experience comes from bad judgment. Another thing that might be weighing you down are relationships that are merely transactional. So let's define what a transactional relationship is. It's the type of relationship where one or both parties involved are just there to fulfill a specific need. So it might be the case that neither you nor the other person has expressed or shown any desire to take the relationship beyond, you know, the exchange of services or favors. Or it might be the case that you want to have a genuine connection, but you feel like the other person only remembers you and reaches out to you when she or he needs something from you. Either way, there is no genuine desire to cultivate a deeper connection in a transactional relationship. This type of relationship gives you more stress than joy. Author Benjamin Hardy, who wrote the best-selling book, Willpower Doesn't Work, says that the type of relationship you should be cultivating in your life is what he calls transformational relationships. Um, He spoke about this and powerfully explained this in great detail in an article that he published a few years ago entitled, uh, This is the Mindset You Need to Succeed, 10x or 100x in life. Yep, that's a long title, but it's a great read. You should read it. The link to that article will be in the show notes. You need to keep people in your life that you can cultivate a deeper relationship with. Think about it. Would you rather be surrounded by a hundred so-called friends, none of whom you would choose to deliver the eulogy at your funeral anyway? Or would you rather have only 10 friends who will tell stories of how you impacted their lives or how you helped them get through the toughest storms in their lives? It's time to let go of relationships that are not taking you to the next level in life. If it doesn't bring out the best in you, or if it holds you back from pursuing your dreams, or if you're starting to feel like your value in the relationship is contingent upon what you can do and what you can give, then you, my friend, are in a transactional type of relationship and it's time to give it up. I'll let you chew on that for a second. This is the same mindset I urge you to adopt when it comes to the dreams that you choose to pursue which is the last thing on my list here of the things that might be weighing you down and holding you back. You need to let go of dreams that are no longer aligned with who you want to become and where you want to go from this point forward. I know that this is particularly difficult to do, 
because we tend to equate our lifelong dreams with our life purpose. So the idea of letting go of a dream is almost like giving up on who we are and the very essence of our existence. But this isn't true. Our dreams evolve just as we evolve as human beings. So letting go in this sense is actually a good thing because upgrading your dreams and goals only means that you're upgrading your life. Another reason that a lot of people trip over this is because when we've dreamed of doing something or getting something for so long, we invest so much of what we have in that dream. We invest all of our money, time, energy, and there's always some sacrifice involved. That's money we could have spent on a family vacation that we chose to invest in our business, right? That's time we could have spent with our kids that we chose to spend working on our online courses. But no matter how much investment you've already put in, if a goal no longer inspires you or is no longer in alignment with what you want to do or where you want to be in 2022, it's also time to let go of that dream and start making plans toward a new goal, a new dream. And there's nothing wrong with that. Remember that we can change the details of our game plan while still keeping the same vision for the future. Here's the bottom line, my friend. You need to stop judging yourself and how well you did last year on the basis of how much you accomplished versus how much you didn't. Or how much you cried versus how much you laughed. Or how much you gave versus how much you received. It's a terrible stick to measure and to judge your experiences by. And doing so will only accomplish one thing and one thing alone. Kill your spirit and zest for life. Focusing on last year's pains, my friend, makes you blind to this year's gains, and this will adversely affect your ability to move forward and make wise choices this new year. You'll guard yourself so heavily that you won't be able to trust people or even to trust yourself again for fear of getting hurt or failing again. You'll refuse to take chances and you won't even put forth enough effort to win. You need to make a conscious choice to not take along with you any bitterness, guilt, regret, and resentment from last year because whether pleasant or unpleasant, every experience brings with it a valuable lesson that contributes to the refining of your character. And that new and improved you That wiser and stronger version of yourself is who you need to be to get to the next level, to your next milestone, and ultimately to your big goal. So it's time, my friend. It's time to let go. I'm stopping here for now, and we'll continue on with point number three next week. So once again, my friend, thank you so much for joining me today for this episode of Shift Happens Every Day. I can't wait to connect with you again and explore more ways to shift our mindset for living a more fulfilling life. Thank you so much for tuning in. Take care and you stay safe, my friend. If you love listening to this podcast, please leave a review in Apple Podcasts and spread the love around by sharing it with your friends and loved ones. I'd sincerely appreciate your support. Thanks for
for listening to Shift Happens Every Day. You can access the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.mylasalveda.com forward slash podcast. Please join us again in the next episode of Shift Happens Every Day.